I'm Raj. And I'm Kat. Welcome to Raj and Kat's Health Chat. So guys, today we're gonna be talking about nutrition. We're not gonna be diving in super deep, but we are gonna talk some basics about nutrition, give you guys a little better understanding and talk about things like snake oils and supplements out there that people are always trying to sell us on that supposedly is gonna make us uh, get in great shape overnight. So uh, Raj, do you wanna, do you wanna kind of get us started? I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about my story and then we can kind of get into it. Uh, so in college, you play college, I could play college football um, and I eat a lot. I probably consume at least 3,000, 3,500, maybe 3,600 calories in just one meal just by itself. <laughs> it's crazy, right? Um, because we're training for like two, three hours a day. And then you're actually, we're training more than that because now you're lifting in the morning too. So think about this, early morning, I'm lifting uh, for about an hour, go to school, um, come back, uh, I might go for a run or something. If our coach has something for us at lunchtime, we'll go mm -hmm. for a run, come back. All right, that's probably 30 minutes, probably max. And then we're training for two or three hours. So you're looking about four hours of training and just wow. one day, right? And you're burning so much calories. And like, and we have yeah. to eat in order to gain weight. And the coach is like, you have to eat all this so you can gain weight. You, <laughs> you, haven't, you haven't moved the needle yet, Roger. I'm like, ah, so <laughs> just stuffing your uh your face with all types of food um and low-key jealous it, yeah right so i'm i'm killing it i'm killing it I'll, I'll probably eat two or three plates at night it's crazy i mean and um I, i'm just kind of thinking about the morning too like i'll eat two plates in the morning for lunch i'll probably have two plates for lunch and then three at night so it's crazy oh, wow. how we eat um, but now I can't do that now. I'm 36 years old. So, uh, I'm not training like that anymore. So I do have some bad habits that, uh, that I still deal with as a, uh, um, uh, I guess, we, could I call myself a middle-aged man? Um, I don't know. It's 36 middle-aged. Not yet. Uh, You're not. Uh, I guess. <laughs> so, and, and I know there's a big struggle out there for men, um, especially around my age. Um, that are having issue with nutrition and, um, and, and then it becomes the little bit of a, uh, uh, back burner for fitness where they're just like, oh, I can't do this anymore. Boom. Um, and they go for the easy stuff and this, and, and it's just not us just men period. I mean, I know everybody's doing it too. Uh, you got all right. these, uh, 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 fast food restaurants that are almost on every block. You can't miss it. And it's so easy to get to. It's so cheap. Think about all these restaurants that are sitting on, or these fast food restaurants that are sitting on the corners. They're easy to get to because they're so cheap. They're selling, hey, you get, uh, what was the other one? Like get two mix and match for $2, right? Oh my gosh. Like, you, and, and it's so crazy that, you, uh, that I'm saying this because every time, Kat, I don't know if you see this, but when I go to the parks to set up for camp, yeah. this is exactly what I see. And I see this, I've seen it in Texas and I've seen it here in Georgia now that I'm in Georgia. Now check this out. People will pull in, uh -huh. right? They're pull up right next to my truck or they pull away from my truck and they're sitting there and I'm just <laughs> setting up, boom. 10 minutes later, I'm walking, picking up some more stuff out of my truck. And then all of a sudden I see people just chowing down on a burger, just, ah, really? I'm like, oh and, and then my mindset is like, they're going to go home and eat again. They're going to go home and eat again. If they're, 
if there if there's dinner on the table, it doesn't matter who it was. It, I, it's male and female. I see this every single time. I was like, they're gonna go home. They're gonna eat, and they're putting in more calories, right? Oh, I'm just wow. like, I don't know if you saw that. I've seen it. If any other trainers out there in the world, if you ever <laughs> seen that, please let us know because I I don't want to be the only one not seeing that because I see it all the time, and I'm like. I can't do that. I can't do that. And then I'm looking at them and I'm like, man. So pre-dinner, so a pre-dinner meal is what you're telling me. Like right. And they're and I'm not gonna lay lie. They're they are heavy. They are heavy. And I can tell you know, I'll be honest, my so sad to say that was actually my childhood in a lot of ways. And it was like, hey, get picked up from school, get taken to get because my family just, you know, they didn't know anything about nutrition. So it was like, hey, I want McDonald's. So my aunt would just take me to McDonald's. There's no question about it. And this is, you know, after school. So this is at least around maybe again, I was younger, around like three or four. So I'm eating McDonald's. It's pretty much like a second lunch. And then we're still gonna have dinner at night. I mean, there's, I, so I get exactly what you're saying. Now it makes sense because as a kid, they used to do that with me. So it's no wonder I was overweight my entire childhood because I was pretty much eating two lunches and then a dinner or a lunch and two dinners, if you will. And um, why, man, why, why is that? Why do we have that here? I, it's just now like, you bring it up. <laughs> it's like that, into, into, uh, what is it? Uh, it's like, man, I got to go. Man, that looks so good. I saw that commercial. Maybe I saw the advertisement. Maybe I heard something about that or saw somebody eat uh, that burger or, or those fries and they're like, man, I got to try yeah. it. But then uh, you go home, you don't want to feel bad. Tell your mom or, or tell your spouse, you like, uh, dinner, yeah. yeah, you don't eat dinner. And they, you know, they made this beautiful dinner on the table and, you're, and then you're like, yeah, I'm going to eat too. And then they're <laughs> sitting on the toilet all night. And they're like, hey, what's going on? Is everything good? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, it, I, I see it a lot. And I think that is, uh, that's happening all across the country too. Um, and, and it, it's, it's not good. It's not good for your health. Um, yeah. it's really like beat the impulse. You got to beat the impulse. You can't let it just drag you down. I'm like, man, I got to get that no matter what diet I'm on, I'm supposed to be losing weight. I still got to get it. And then I'll go eat at home. And like, don't do that guys. Don't do it at all. But anyways, what I was trying to say is um, that just came to my head. I was like, I remember that. Um, but at, at 36, uh, I still have that problem where I will eat after I'll have a good workout, maybe an hour, you know, then, you know, I'll eat and then I'm, then I'm hungry again. <laughs> then I'm like, man, I got to eat again. But I know that in fact that my goal is to lose weight. Right. And I'm trying, I'm trying to cut down almost 15 pounds right now. Right. Cause I want to be an advocate runner and, and, and keep running. But my problem is that cat, I am bad when it comes to <laughs> junk food. <laughs> When it comes to junk food, I am bad. I'll eat, I'll, I'll eat dinner. If we have something in the cupboard and we're like, man, dang, that that, that Swiss roll looks so good right now, right? <laughs> oh, no. Not <laughs> I'm sitting Swiss there rolls. like, man. Remember the kids, we used to eat that a lot. I'm like, man. Oh, I'm yeah. Like, and you'll just go away, right? But I'm sitting there like, man, I know these are for the kids, but, but why am I going to eat? I'm, I'm going to sneak. I just want to taste a little bite of it, right? You get that <laughs> little taste. Like, I need a, I got a sweet taste right now that needs to happen. Um, yeah. And then I'm like, 
and then I'll go in there and eat one. Then I'll eat a second Uh-oh. one, and then I'll just. <laughs> yeah, so I'll, and then you the box that, is gone. Almost, <laughs> yeah, well, almost right. But my, I mean, my problem is like I want to continue to to eat more, but um, I don't know if I'm actually supplementing my meals correctly either because right. I'll eat mm-hmm. a big breakfast and then I won't eat anything until lunch after lunchtime or after my uh, my class at twelve o'clock. Um, and, and I don't eat as much, you know, um, and then I go and I'm like, man, I'm hungry. Um, but dinner's, dinner's going to happen in a couple hours. Look, I'm doing it right now. So it's the same yeah, thing with fast yeah, food, yeah. right? I'm, I'm sitting there like, man, I just want to snack on this. This will hold me up, but that I know that's a bad snack and it's very sugary, but also has, it's high in calories. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, but it's so good. And I'll eat it like cookies, cookies, Oreo <laughs> Oreo cookies are my <laughs> are my weakness. All right, it is my kryptonite. Oreo, the oh. vanilla Oreo cookies are my kryptonite. If I can, I can eat a whole pack. I'm so bad. I'm so bad. I can eat <laughs> oh a whole God, pack. Oh my God, Roger, tell me about your sweet tooth. This is hilarious. <laughs> I swear, men have bigger sweet tooths than women. I have never <laughs> met a guy that hasn't like. It took a while, but they'll admit like, yeah, this is this is my thing, and it's always some sweet. Y'all got a sweet tooth like no other. So Oreos are yeah. your jam, huh? Yeah, Oreos <laughs> are my jam. But <laughs> let's just say this. Like, I am working on it, and I've been working on it this year. My wife has been keeping me on track because um, she's, she's, actually, she's actually making my, uh, my lunch now. She's like, after, after camp, um, she'll have my lunch so I don't eat Aww. anything crazy. So uh, I'm... I'm excited for it, but at the same time, she's still keeping me up to par uh, yeah. to my goals because now I'm holding her for her goals. So now we're working together uh, to make sure that our goals are set. But um, what are some of the like, what are some of the key things to take some of that craving out of it during um, during times like this? Like, hey, I gotta, and this could be general for everyone. Like, I want to, I eat my breakfast, then. I just eat something sweet and then I go into eating again before I eat lunch and then eat another sweet thing and then eat some fast food before I go home and eat. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, no. I completely understand. So I actually um, do nutrition for my clients and the, the big thing that sparked nutrition and passion and nutrition for me personally, at least is when I decided to prep for a figure competition. And if you've ever seen anybody that has to prep for a bodybuilding figure, basically to get on stage in pretty much nothing and and your entire body is being critiqued, um, you gonna learn about food, you gonna learn about nutrition. So it wasn't for performance purposes, right? You know, I wasn't necessarily eating for performance, I was eating to attain a look, but the greatest thing that I achieved or the the greatest, um, the best thing that came out of that is I learned about food. And to be honest with you, Roger, I feel like um, there is just a great misunderstanding around food in general. So the, the greatest thing I learned about prepping for a show is about food and what, what food really does for us. So, um, you know, this has actually become more well-known and more popular as people are getting a better understanding and the internet just brings a plethora of information for us, right? 
Um, macronutrients. I'm going to be that person that I am going to focus on macronutrients. I, I don't like giving people a blank calorie count. I don't like saying, Hey, just eat this or that, because to me, that's still creating a crutch and it's not really truly creating understanding of why am I eating? What am I, what I'm eating? You know, why is this trainer telling me to eat five egg whites plus a half a cup of oats, you know, plus like what, why, you know? And I think the biggest problem is we don't get that understanding of why. So um, I, I truly believe it's in everyone's best interest to learn the basics about macronutrients. Now, listen, there's definitely a lot to dive into. There's science behind it. Your metabolism is smarter than we, you know, than you're going to be like your body knows how to react and take care of itself. But at the end of the day, if we have this basic understanding of our macronutrients, which are literally the building blocks of our food that we're taking in, our fuel that we need, we are more likely to be successful. And, you know, macronutrients, real quick, what are they? It's three, it's three components. There's your protein, there's your carbohydrates, and there's your fats. Having a basic understanding of why we need protein, carbohydrates, and fats, and then learning how much of each to take in, that's step two, right? How much of each to take in. I think that's the true key to unlocking, getting to our goals without having to struggle so much. I actually have clients that they're allowed to have an Oreo or two a day. They're allowed to have that snack or that sweet treat daily if they need it. But guess what? We're making it work into their day so that they're not in this surplus of calories by the end of the day. There's a trade-off. It's energy balance, right? You know, if you're going to want that Oreo, that's going to be mostly fats and carbs. Well, you're going to have to take it out of a meal, but at least you satisfied that craving. And the cool thing is when you learn to stop making foods evil or demonizing certain foods and you're like, oh, that's bad. I can't touch it. And you get out of this habit of um, uh, what is the self-deprivation you start to get comfortable with not having that sweet treat on a daily because now you're like, okay, I know I can have this whenever I want. I had it for like six days straight. I'm good today. Like I don't even need it. Maybe tomorrow I'll want it again, but today I'm good. Um, so I think that's the true key to unlocking our, our mindset and changing our, just how we, how we go about eating, if you will. So Again, we just want to cover some basics, guys. We're not going to dive in too deep. If there's more information or guidance that you need, please reach out to us. We'll, we'll help guide you guys to individuals that can help you all further in. But just covering the basics of protein, for example. I'm sure you guys have heard this word thrown around left and right. And I just want to talk about real quick some, some misconceptions about protein and then what, what it really is. So protein... That's the building block of our muscles, y'all. There are amino acids, I'm sure you've heard. There's supplements and this and that. But we, we always want to rely on food as our main source of fuel for our body. So protein is going to be your meats, you know, everything from your chicken, your fish. You've got supplement options as well, like your protein powders. Um, you have, uh, well, dairy options as far as your Greek yogurts, your low-fat cheeses. But protein is the essential to help build the muscles. So if we're consuming too little protein, our body's definitely going to have a harder time building quality lean muscle mass. Now, there have been a lot of studies done to say, hey, you know, this is kind of our upper limit. 
I will say that just eating protein, and if you were to say, I'm just going to eat meat all day long and nothing else, that's not necessarily the right path either. You do need the other two. We're not going to dive into keto and all that stuff, guys. We're keeping it super basic, but you do need uh, carbohydrates and fats as well. It's going to help metabolize and shuttle those proteins. But proteins, the biggest thing for me, uh, Roger, and what I do and say and work with my clients is that I always have them focus on lean quality proteins. Because protein tends to be from an animal source, the fats associated with them is a lot of saturated fats as well. And that's the stuff that we want to be mindful of and not get too much of, you know, let's think of heart healthy fats, right? I rather my clients go for plant-based fats. So when I say, Hey, let's, let's make sure we're eating some sort of lean protein with every meal, even if with a snack, you know, it's, it might be as little as 10 grams or, you know, uh, five grams in the snack, preferably upwards of, you know, 10, but then with that meal, we're looking at about 20 to 30 grams of protein. We, we want to make sure we get that in, especially if you're doing resistance training, especially if you're doing all this hard work. And the great thing is that protein is the macronutrient that is least likely to be stored in our body as fat. So being again, super mindful guys of our protein sources, like salmon, great, you know, great source of protein, but there is some fats with it. So keeping in mind that it can be a double-edged sword in some ways. Now people think peanut butter is protein. Be like, oh yeah, I get my protein from <laughs> peanut butter. I make myself a big old PB and J and you know, it's bread, it's peanut butter, it's jelly. Well, I'm sorry. I'm going to be the bad guy on this part. But um, you're getting minimal protein in comparison to the fat. So peanut butter, great example. It's primarily fat. If you read the label, you turn yeah. it around. It's twice as much fat as it is protein. So we need to accept that that is a fat source with some protein. It's not a protein source with fat. So I think learning. Yeah. yeah. And one of the things, I, I, every time I see that peanut butter, jar my uh in, in my cabinet and i'm like man that's it's one big tub of fat every yep. time i look at it i'm like yep man because it is if you guys ever see it and if you guys don't believe us um check it out sometimes if you look at your peanut butter you see these like uh it's like an oily substance at the top yeah, of it oil. yeah that that's fat that is fat, guys. I'm telling you right there. That is your Now, fat don't right be there, scared, guys. Friend. It is plant-based <laughs> fat. So it's definitely, um, it, it's quality fats. It's good fats, guys. Don't be scared of them. We're not trying to fear you of peanut butter. But what we're both ultimately trying to say is that it is a fat source. It is not a pro to protein source. It's not a uh, quality protein source, if you will. Protein is the secondary nutrient in there. You're getting a bonus if you will, but really focus on the fact that, Hey, this is my fat source and it's giving me about six grams of protein per serving. So that's, that's a big one for me that I help to, I, I use that as a good example for my clients to give them a better understanding of like, Hey, protein versus fat. There are a lot of foods out there that dive into two of the macronutrients, or maybe they even have all three of the macronutrients and learning how it stacks up in our day is really what's going to end up helping us change our body composition because you know it's not just about weight loss and i know we'll have this discussion later let's not just focus on the number on the scale but let's focus on body composition if you want true body composition change where we're dropping body fat gaining or at least maintaining our lean muscle mass 
y'all, we have to get a better understanding of what we're eating on a daily. So um, now awesome. I guess let's move on to car. Go ahead. Yeah. So let's move on the carbs. Um, and this is a question too. Um, I got a question from uh, a camper. Uh, so if I want to lose weight and stay healthy, should I avoid carbohydrates? Ooh, this is a loaded question. Okay. So, um, yeah. Uh, now my honest answer is no, because I am not a I'm a firm believer in not depriving our bodies um, of any nutrient. It's just about, again, how much of that nutrient we're eating. Now, you know, there are people that follow the school of thought when it comes to keto, which is a high fat, high protein, low carbohydrate diet. Listen up, guys. At the end of the day, if any program works, whether it's pure just tracking macronutrients and you include all three macronutrients whether you go keto or atkins which are very similar they're pretty much low carb high fat high protein diets um, or you choose to go low fat high carb high protein guys what you're doing is you're creating a caloric deficit at the end of the day the one thing that everybody can know and be certain of calories in versus calories out is the equation for weight loss period okay so if we are consuming less than we burn on a daily basis we will see the scale move downward if we are consuming more than we burn we will see the scale go up and of course if they are meeting right in the middle you consume as much as you burn you're going to maintain so it's really a double-edged sword when you say hey do I need to cut out carbs? I am definitely in the school of thought of no. It's just more so how much am I eating in the day? Am I eating so much that I'm overeating for what my body actually burns? There are, again, big fans of keto. And if keto works for your lifestyle and your food choice preferences, it's not inherently evil, but it's also not inherently superior. I can't stress that enough, guys. Right. It is not it, inherently superior. Yeah, and you think about it, um, it's been, uh, you know, carbohydrates has been accused of fattening uh, for a lot of people, for millions Oof. of people, and it's mis, mis, uh, misguided in the, mm -hmm. in the uh, nutrition world. Um, you think about, they're trying to get rid of those, all those rich carbohydrate foods saying, hey, I can't eat this. But those rich carbohydrate foods are so healthy for you um, in so many ways. You're, I mean, you think about uh, whole wheat grains, vegetables, fruits, uh, supplies, anything, uh, even things that supplies fiber. Those, yeah. uh, those food sources are really good, guys, out there. All right, don't just throw away carbohydrates just because somebody said um, uh, it's not good for you, right? Um, again, by experience, um, it gives me a lot of energy, right? Especially during uh, an, a, an interval week, I need carbs. I need it so bad because I know I'm not going to be up to par if I don't have the right type of carbs in my system. Um, and, and I want to be able to feel like I can keep going, keep going and not having to go through a workout, meaning I'm, oh, I'm already tired halfway through the workout right? Even maybe a quarter into the workout. If you feel like you're a quarter in the workout, you might 
need to go ahead and check that uh, yeah. your 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 consumption of carbs. Um, I, I've seen it all the time where people are so drained and they're they don't have a lot of uh, high sugar content in their system because they're getting dizzy uh, because carbs carbs are sugar. It helps you grab that energy that you need to push through a workout or push through the day. Maybe you need it for the day while you're working. Like, man, there's so many people at, at work that are dragging, yeah. <laughs> right? They're so dragging. <laughs> like, ah. All right. I mean, it, it could be something that's missing from your diet is carbs. So the, you actually bring it to, sorry, go ahead. Right. So don't make carbs, uh, don't make carbs the bad guy. All right. Yeah. They've been accused for fattening for years and millions of people are like, oh, I can't have carbs. No, carbs are good. Just have the right carbs in your system, the rich carbohydrates. That's what you're looking for, for, for the food source. All right. The natural carbs that we can consume. Go ahead. Um, Kat, sorry. I didn't mean. To yeah, no, you're, you, you brought me to a really good point that I also do with my clients is that, um, consuming so there there is a way to maximize your carbohydrate intake i'll say this much and maybe this will help some of our audience guys if you are worried about your carbohydrate intake here's one of the best ways you can maximize your carbs um, and kind of minimize the um the storing effects if you will focus on your rich carbohydrate meals your dense carbohydrate meals pre and post workout that is one of the best tips I can give you guys. And, and Roger basically kind of hit the nail on the head when he was saying, hey, are you feeling lethargic in your workout? I've actually had you know over five plus years of CG and over 10 plus years of being a trainer. When people come in and they just are dragging, right? Now, granted, outside of maybe sleep or water intake or whatever else it may be, and I asked them, hey, what was your pre-workout meal or what did you eat you know, before? And, and we dive in deeper. And then I make them ha I, I make them make an adjustment, if you will, and they consume so some sort of carbohydrates pre-workout. And all of a sudden, they're like, "Man, I felt so energetic today." Y'all maximize. <laughs> if you're scared of your carbohydrates, then do this: maximize them, eat them pre and post workout, and then make the rest of your day lighter. And you will more than likely unintentionally be cutting some calories out, and that will help you start to see that scale move. But carbohydrates for post-workout actually helps shuttle the protein into your muscles. So don't be scared. Have a high quality meal for post-workout, maximize the protein, the carbohydrates, and minimize the fats so that the body is able to absorb those nutrients. They're, they're, again, the carbohydrates are helping to shuttle and deliver the protein to the muscles. We're repairing, we're restoring, we're re-energizing our body. Similar thing is happening for the pre-workout meal. You're giving your body good fuel to work off of. And you're like, but Kathy, I've heard that you go into fat burning mode when you don't have carbohydrates. Man, I'm sorry. I'm going to be the bad guy one more again. Listen up. There have been so many like studies done that shows that a uh, fasted cardio is not superior to other types of cardio. Meaning as if you ate food or you ate carbohydrates, Fasted cardio is another gimmick. It is not going to be the magical um, protocol that helps you to drop weight quick. At the end of the day, what is helping anybody is they may not realize it, but they are eating less. They are consuming less than they were before. And that's what's ultimately helping them drop that weight. So good point yeah. on the carbohydrates there. So we're moving on to our next one is fat. 
right? Mm. So fat. Ooh, yeah. So I have <laughs> I have another I have another question on fat, but let's uh, let's let's get the basics of fat. So what is fat? Yeah. So fats, guys. This is the one that's really, really easy to overeat because it tends to be in multiple foods. It tends to be in all of our favorite boxed items, unfortunately. Um, and and I will say this: fats again, they're not inherently evil. They're great for hormonal balance. We need them. They are a quality fuel source for our bodies. But for me, one of my biggest focuses is the source. You know, where are we getting our fat sources from? I do consume animal products, but I, again, try to focus on my animal products having the least amount of fat and focusing on my fats coming from plant-based variations so that they're lower in the saturated fats, um, which are the ones that are said to be more harmful to our bodies, right? To our arteries and everything. So with that said, your oils, your avocados, your nuts, these are all great fat sources, but, but, but unfortunately, they are so easy to overeat, guys. I hate to say it. It is so easy to overeat our fats. That two tablespoons of peanut butter that most of us is probably a little bit generous with and is maybe more than two tablespoons, that's already 16 grams of fat. You're like, well, Kathy, that doesn't sound like a lot. Well, just to kind of give you guys something a little bit to compare off of, majority of my female clients, their daily need for fat consumption is sitting anywhere between the 50 to 60 range. And the fellas are going to be maybe in that 60 to 70 range, you know, and that's kind of, you know, giving that low and high end. And you're like, oh, that's, that's no problem. You know, if I'm eating about 20 grams of fat from a, you know, PB and J, I still got, you know, 30 grams to go. I assure you guys, it adds up real quick. Those chips you're going to be eating has some fats in it. Uh, certain <laughs> breads are going to have like, especially like nut laced breads, right? Those have some extra fats in it. Depending on if you go for higher fat nuts, like your walnuts, your pecans, those you can have like five of them and you're already up to like 15 grams of fat in one sitting. Um, so fat's great for hormonal health, guys. They are not to be avoided completely. But we have to be mindful because it's hidden in a lot of stuff. Your salad dressings. Everybody's like, oh, I always yeah. get the balsamic vinaigrette. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody's like, get the yeah. vinaigrette. Get the vinaig vinaigrette, great. But, you know, easily that two tablespoon serving could have upwards of 10 to 15 grams of fat. And if you're using four tablespoons, yeah. boom, you're at half your day. And let's put an example for this one too. So like you go out to a restaurant, right? You, let's, say, uh, let's say Olive Garden since we're on uh oh. salad right so we're going to olive garden right you have a good meal um and then the, the extra you think about uh ranch or anything that you put on like you're eating your salad and you're like man this is good salad but my salad looks dry still so i need to put some more ranch on it right so guess yeah. what you're adding more fat to that salad um yeah and one trick I do with this, guys, um, you don't have to do it, but one trick I do uh, with uh, ranch is I kind of give it a little bit of a water down because your salad is going to get wet anyways, so it should be kind of wet. I like it wet. Um, uh, my salad, I don't like it dry, so I'll take uh, a little bit of water and I'll shake it up to make it a little bit watery enough to 
pour on my uh, salad and uh-huh. I mix it up, right? Or you can just pour water so on your salad further. and do the same thing, right? So yeah, so it can spread, right? We're eating that. It's almost like when you're out there and you're pouring ranch on your salad, it's like you're eating so thick. A, 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 a gunk of it first yeah. before you even fill it, right? So mix it up. Uh, try to use some water, not too much water. All right, don't water down your ranch. It's just <laughs> wrong. But uh, just shake it up, um, get it around your salad so it can that's spread out more. I like uh, that spread tip. more easier. But um, yeah, I see a lot of people do it. They, they just pour more ranch or more ranch and half of the half the bottle of ranch is gone already. So it's like, already gone. Cool. Before you know you're at 60 grams of fats for the day in one little meal. I actually yeah. have um, so the, here's a, a great example. One of my clients that I worked with in the past, she just for just had the hardest time dropping weight. And y'all, she was really not when she told me her daily consumption, she was actually not eating a lot. But when I do- dove in like super deep, I was like, all right, how are we preparing this? What are we putting on top of this? What are the dressings, the sauces that are going with this? You know, it would literally be a meal of like Brussels sprouts and salmon, okay? And, and you know, she was maybe eating twice a day and just, she's like, I just can't lose the weight, can't lose the weight. And we're like, man, what's, what's really going on? When I asked the nitty gritty questions and I was like, okay, so what are, are we putting anything on top? Are we eating anything on the side? What, the culprit ended up being that we were adding high fat sauces, if you will. So again, it was like either it was a salad with this balsamic vinaigrette. And I'm sorry, y'all, let's all, let's all be honest. Nobody eats a salad with only two tablespoons of any dressing because that is nothing, <laughs> y'all. That is nothing. It goes nowhere. It's on two bites of your lettuce. And before you know yeah. it, you're like, dang, I need so much more. Like straight exactly. up, I probably, yeah, you know, it's easy to use like five or six. T- y'all, take a tablespoon, not not your tablespoon that you eat with. Grab an actual measuring like tablespoon that is you have to get the sauce below the line okay before you get to the top of that spoon that's a true tablespoon you're going to be disappointed y'all if you ever measured it you're going to be disappointed and i know you guys if you have kids you always tell them hey don't pour all that on there hey you should be doing that the same to yourself should be telling yourself that exact same thing right so yeah um, because i do it to my kids all the time especially with ketchup i'm like Hey, you don't need all that ketchup, you know? <laughs> so, and they, they try to pour a whole thing of ketchup on the plate. And I'm like, uh-uh, you just need a, uh, maybe two, two dots and you're good. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> we're so bad. That, the poor kids, they need more calories than us. And we're like, yeah, just pour it on. <laughs> right. But, um, you know, and then, so, you know, again, diving in, like it was her, her salad dressings. And then let's say she would top something with cheese. Well, the cheeses were the full fat, you know, delicious, creamy cheeses. And guys, again, we're not saying any of these things are inherently evil, but the more understanding you have about what that individual item provides for you nutritionally, does this cheese give me protein and carbs or in fats? What is it a combination of? Heads up, guys, by the way, cheese is normally fats and protein. Um, when we get a better understanding of what is on our plate, 
we will start to look at our plate differently. I've seen so many plates and, and people going to eat literally just a bowl of noodles and like Alfredo sauce. And just because I have such a good understanding about nutrition, I look at that. For me, it's cringeworthy in the sense of that's just straight up carbs and fat. I'm getting no protein in there, maybe at best five grams from again, the cheese and the sauce. And I know I'm going to feel lethargic after it. You know, it's not really giving me much else, but making me feel heavy. And what am I using that for? I probably not. I'm, that was probably a Sunday meal or, you know, a Saturday meal where I'm not really, I, maybe I didn't decide to go work out that day or whatever it may be. So just even understanding the basics, what is this food item giving me? What is it providing for me? It's going to help us build our plates better guys it's not about again being scared of any food it's not about demonizing any food bread is not inherently bad there's cereals that are decent out there you don't got to be scared of it and avoid it but learning how we can make it fit into our day and our needs guys that's where you really start to unlock um your 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 true potential in getting results it's knowledge is power not reading rainbow, y'all. Reading rainbow knew it. Not there, you know, yeah, like there you knowledge go. is power. Where's our <laughs> rainbow? I need the music right here. Like yeah, the more you know. equip yourself with knowledge, the better understanding you have, the stronger you'll be at making the right choices. Do your research, all right? There's so many studies out there that allows you to look at carbs, why carbs are good for you, why fats are good for you, why protein is good for you in the right way right? In the right way. And there are researches for bad ways of eating it, eating it wrong, right? Um, but at the end of the day, um, like Kat said, if you can build your plate and understand the system and the education behind the three, then you guys are going to make it a long way. But I do have a question here uh, from one of our clients here. What are, what are things to help with high cholesterol? What are some things that out that I mean, that is the question. That's a good question. Um, you know, again, guys, when it comes to, you know, like cholesterol and heart health, I, I truly believe one of the biggest culprits in the American diet is, is the heavy meat fats, if you will. Like we're, we're consuming a lot of meats or boxed products that have these saturated fats that we're not paying attention to. We also just, unfortunately, the American diet tends to be low in vegetables and, and fruits. We're very much so on the process and the high fatty meat and um, high carb end, but we don't really consume a lot of the natural fibers that God literally put on this earth for us. It's you like know, one of the worst and, diets. Yeah. And, and, you know, I like guys, you know, please understand, like we, when we say American diet is one of the worst diets, we're both American. We, you know, we, yeah. we love a lot of things, but, but it's sad to say it is a diet that is not internally friendly and we have to accept this. And as adults, we have to do the hard work and make the change and we have to be the change for our family you know, with this rising obesity epidemic with our children as well. Guys, this is stuff learned in house. Now, please keep in mind, like I came from a background and a house full of everyone being overweight. My family 
when they were overseas, you know, were Middle Eastern, when they lived overseas, they weren't overweight, but they came to America, acclimated to the lifestyle here. We ate out a lot, you know, and it, it shows on, on my family's physique and health. And I was the first one to decide enough is enough. And that's when I decided to learn more about nutrition. Now we're not saying every American is like this, right? But unfortunately it is a rising issue or continually rising issue in the US because we want convenience. We want it, you know, instant satisfaction. And, you know, we want that stuff that just, it just tastes good. We want the heavy, heavy, heavy stuff. Guys, fruits and veggies are delicious. We just got to rewire our our taste palate. We've gotten so, so used to eating processed. Go ahead. Yeah. So this is uh, so no lie. Uh, this is a review from World Population. All right. The, there's 191 countries on this, right, guys? Mm -hmm. 191. America is 12th on this. All right. Oh my God. Wait, who's number one? Well, so we're 12, we're 36%, three, so the, our population is 331 million people in the US. This is as uh -huh. of 2020, 2020 um, we're 36.2% overweight worldwide, worldwide, all right? 61%, so the first one, Kat's asked for the first one. So it's called, uh, I, I wanna say it's uh, Nauru. 61% on their population is 10,000 people. So oh, wow. six, six out of 10 people are overweight there, right? Wow. So, um, but- But being sitting, 12 is still not good. <laughs> yeah, especially with three, uh, 331 million people in the US, right? Uh, 36, so wow. every, almost every three or four people that you see is overweight. Um, and you know, what's crazy is that here in the U S we have, I feel like the most resources in order to get in shape. We have X, you oh. know, we have workouts available everywhere. You've got all these, you know, schemes that, by the way, y'all, these scheme supplements that say, Hey, take a tablespoon of this daily and you'll drop your fat. Please don't, please don't waste y'all's money. Y'all please don't waste y'all's money. Listen up. That one tablespoon is not going to help you. A supplement is just that. It should be a supplement. It is in addition to having a quality diet. You guys, you have to have the foundation. This is just a, a, a pretty side, if you will. You know what I'm saying? This is not going to be the magic. This is in addition to having a quality foundation. But that's that's really sad to say. You know, I mean, like, again, as trainers, we know it. We see it. The It's continually rising. People are still gaining weight. They're having a harder and harder time losing weight. And we have every tool. We have fitness trackers. We have this. We have that. We have shake weights. We got whatever you need, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the shake weight was a terrible idea. Yeah. But we have everything you need. But we're still not focusing. I hate to say it. These are all bandages. We're not focusing on the root of the problem. And quite frankly, guys, the root of the problem is just a great misunderstanding of how our plates should be built. And, and even, I, you know, again, that guy here, the American Diet Association or whatever it is, kind of what they say your plate should look like and how everybody should be consuming 2,000 calories a day. Y'all, that's a very blank statement or a blanket statement, and it's a, it's a terrible one. Majority of the individuals are not even moving enough to need 2,000 calories. If you had a very active job, that's one thing. But if you have a desk job, 
you're sitting, you're on the phone, you're talking to most Americans don't need 2000 calories. A very active individual will need that much and more. Yeah. So, you know, don't follow these guidelines. If you guys, again, need somebody to go to, let us know. We can help send you all in the right direction. I had one more question, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Let's you, get the question. The questions are good. All I right. like the questions. All right. So uh, this is uh, from Megan. Um, I consider myself a big meat eater, but have a really hard time getting enough protein when it, I count macros. How can you help? So... Basically, she's saying she's a big meat eater, and then she's having a hard time getting enough protein. And how can, or when she counts her macros? Yeah, yeah. No, I understand the question. So, Megan, I I want to challenge first and foremost when you say big meat eater and not getting enough protein. What is your daily protein goal? <laughs> Because to be quite frank, if you are consuming more meat than anything else, um, unless you're only eating maybe twice a day, you're probably getting in enough protein. Let's say you're going for three solid meals and maybe two snacks. Or um, again, if we're just going for three or four big meals, you know, it's very much so individualized. And I do like to do individualized programs for individuals, but the, an easy, here's an easy um, way to calculate protein needs if you're trying to, to gain lean muscle mass, guys. The simplest, and this is a little bit on the bodybuilder side, you know, the bro science of it, but there's good evidence behind it. You want to consume about one gram of protein per pound of body weight. That's high for some though. The minimum on the lighter end, you can take your body weight, multiply it by 0.7, and that'll give you a daily goal of protein consumption. But if you're a big meat eater and you're apparently or supposedly not hitting this protein goal that you're giving yourself, I'm curious to know what your goal is because that doesn't really make sense. Unless we're, we're eating super high fatty meats that is keeping us from eating more because we're hitting our fat intake. That's the only other thing I could think of. So get some advice uh, and get the right advice from the right people that are actually educated in it um, versus mm. you see out here in these, uh, these uh, quick diet fabs, take a tablespoon of this syrup and you're done, <laughs> right? So, yeah, uh, just real quick, just to wrap up on that guys, you know, if anybody tries to sell you some quick weight loss overnight, please run away. The best thing you can do for yourself is learn to take a gradual, allow the body to adapt to a lighter weight. Let's look, let's think about the long haul. Let's look at the long term. You didn't gain the weight overnight. Please don't expect to lose it overnight and keep it off forever. Find somebody that is knowledgeable. Um, again, I am a resource. If you guys need me, I have been doing nutrition for competitors and just average individuals that just want to drop some pounds. So whatever you may need, if you want somebody else that has a, you know, a specific degree or certification, whatever it may be, guys, let us know. We'll help to get you guys connected, get you in the right path.